Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kan, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And the goal of my show is to inspire and empower you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health or prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. And today I have a very special guest, Deanna Hansen from Winnipeg, Canada. Uh, I'm Canadian, for those of you that don't know that, <laughs> living in the States. And uh, Deanna had done a show with us about block therapy before, about, you know, releasing fascia uh, to help with pain and uh, I've been using the block for gosh well over a year and um, I, I got to tell you I sleep with the thing you know like he's like my buddy uh, and um, I think what I learned from Deanna was extremely valuable we're going to go through some of that today but the topic for today because I think this is very attractive to many of us especially us women is about getting rid of cellulite like what is cellulite actually and why is it not working when we put a bunch of creams and, you know, like like rubs and things on it to get rid of the cellulite? So Deanna's going to tell us what re- cellulite really is and her method of releasing cellulite um, and what, you know, how we can use this amazing non-toxic, easy tool that she's created to help us not only feel better and get rid of pain, like we mentioned in our other show, but also to look better as well. So, And you can check out her website at blocktherapy.com. We also are going to be talking about the 21-Day Cellulite Challenge, and I'll give you that website now. We'll talk about that later as well. Uh, it's a special program specifically to help you release cellulite in all areas of your body. And that website's Karen, uh, karencan.com forward slash 21-Day Cellulite Challenge. And the 21 is not spelled out. It's a two and a one, but it's all one word. So karencan.com forward slash 21-Day Cellulite Challenge. All right. So here we go. Deanna, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I have to say, I didn't know you were Canadian. You did it? <laughs> that we talked about that at our first meeting. Oh my gosh! Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to have you. I'm going to have you share a little bit about how you got started on this, and I'm going to give you a, quite a few minutes because I realized my my husband just locked himself out of the house, and he is banging on the door trying to get in. So, <laughs> so go ahead, take it over, and share with us how you got into this because uh, I know your story, and I love hearing your story. So I'm sure our listeners would love to hear how you got into this as well. And you go rescue your husband now. <laughs> okay, let me go. <laughs> okay. So uh, for me, I've been an athletic therapist since 1995, and I had a very successful practice always focusing on deep tissue work. However, my own personal health was really challenged. I was 50 pounds overweight, struggling with anxiety, depression, addiction, chronic pain, and I was putting the time in. I was really, you know, doing what I was taught as an athletic therapist from the perspective of um, reducing calories. All right. Oh, actually, it was the guy that's doing the fridge. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> to proper exercise programs. And the harder that I worked, the bigger that I got, the more pain I accumulated, the more anxiety I had. And my life was really uh, challenged. You know, I was the person in the gym working so hard, just wanting to look like those other people in the gym. And the harder I worked, the worse I got. So, Added to all that was that feeling of failure and just loss of hope. And it was when I was 30, I was going through some really major life changes, and I started having some really severe anxiety attacks. And this one anxiety attack in particular was the scariest one that I have ever experienced, but it was also the seed of everything that I've created since then. In the moment, I actually thought I was going to die because I was so frozen in fear, I didn't actually know if I was breathing. And for some reason, I intuitively dove my hand into my abdomen. Now, this was the area that I seemed to carry the majority of my extra 50 pounds. So I hated my belly. I never touched it. And so for for me to dive my hand into my abdomen, the first thing I encountered was pain. But the pain brought me out of my crazy thinking. I knew I was safe. I knew I was breathing and that I wasn't going to die in the moment. But also 
I was very aware that my abdomen felt like it was full of scar tissue, even though I hadn't had any injuries or surgeries. So this brought a whole bunch of aha moments to me. Because again, as, a, as an athletic therapist and a body worker, I was very aware of what scar tissue felt like. But it was always um, for in areas where people have had either injury or surgery. So for my belly to be full of it, suddenly I was recognizing that no wonder when I'm coming home from a five-mile run dripping wet with sweat, my belly still feels cold. So suddenly I'm thinking, mm. well, okay, like there's, there's no blood flow getting to this area to metabolize it. So for about 45 minutes that first night, I just intuitively was exploring in my tissue. And I felt very calm, which for me in the moment was a huge relief <laughs> because, again, that anxiety attack was terrifying. So then the next day I woke up. I was a little tender from what I had done, but I was looking forward to going back home and to exploring a little further. Got home that night. I started doing the work again. And after that second time when I stood up, I felt different. I went and I looked at myself in the mirror and I started to cry because my belly was flatter than it had looked in years. And I have a pretty extreme nature. So I was doing 400 sit-ups a day. I was running Taibo aerobics, all the things that we did in the 80s and 90s to, you know, being physically fit. And yet the harder I worked, the worse I got. So for me in two days to have found something so simple, literally at my fingertips, it was a game changer for me. So every day I would come home and I would work on myself. And within a couple of weeks, my chronic low back pain was gone. My anxiety was lifting. My constipation was improving. Then I started flipping my patients onto their backs. And I'm like, you know what? I've, I'm figuring something out in my own body. I want to see if I can transfer this to you. So sure enough, I was having some really amazing results with my patients. After a couple of years, I started attracting other therapists to learn what I was doing. And that was 18 years ago that that seed planted. So it has been a really interesting 18-year journey to create a full-body program targeting the fascist system. So what has really been the number one thing for me to understand is the breath. When we breathe diaphragmatically, we feed the body six times oxygen. Like, think about that. That's an incredible incredibly large amount of oxygen that we're increasing within the body simply from breathing from the right place. The challenge people have though, again, we're dealing in the fascia system, is that over a lifetime, gravity and unconscious posture, breathing, injury, surgery, we start becoming shorter and wider. Gravity drives our body down and we ultimately lock the breath away from, like the diaphragm muscle, away from our use. So we start breathing through the muscles of the upper chest, the secondary muscles, but now we're literally starving for oxygen. And really, I see this as being the number one problem for individuals suffering with everything, because if we don't breathe properly, now our cells become dense and heavy. So we start compressing. And compression in the body, we basically get shorter and wider as we get older. Compression creates blocks of blood and oxygen flow to cells. Cells not properly fed and clean, they start to go through their journey. The first thing they're going to do is scream with pain to give us a little warning sign that, hey, we're not getting what we need. You're asking us to do all these jobs, but you're starving us or you're, we're exhausted or we need something. So pain is really the language that the cell uses to let us know something is wrong. If we don't address that pain properly and give the system what it needs, then we shut down even further and then more symptoms arise. And then before you know it, we have a body inflicted with pain, suffering, and disease. So this is something, though, that we don't have to undergo if we understand what we need to do to support our fascia system. And cellulite included is really a function of the fascia. Do you want me to just keep going with this, or <laughs> should I let you Yeah, let me uh, – that – you know, I know you. I've heard your story before, Deanna, and I apologize for the uh, interruption. Um, but I, I am still intrigued listening to your story about how, in two days, you found something after years of like struggling and, and 400 sit-ups and all that kind of stuff. Yes, we I both did that, all that as well. Maybe not the 400 sit-ups with the Tybo and the aerobics and everything, and didn't work. Um, to then now be able to and we'll talk about more of this, of course, but transfer this to something that something people can do for themselves and not have to be a therapist, you know, to release this amazing organ. And I, you know, this fascia, which when people say, oh, the skin's the largest organ in the body, I'm like, no, I disagree. <laughs> I think <laughs> the fascia is the biggest organ. So 
and and we and you know last uh, time that you came on the show, we talked about you know the the releasing the pain through the fascia. And what I interestingly is I was trying to encourage my father to do uh, the block therapy um, to release the you know he had some stuff going on with his with his hip. And it's funny because people don't want to lean into the pain and breathe into the pain. And that's one of the main things you teach us. So maybe you can share a little bit more about the fascia and then that concept. Absolutely. So the way I see fascia is they say we have approximately 100 trillion cells that make up the body. So every cell is like an egg. And the fascia is the egg shell. So if we understand that what is the most important thing to focus on for health is the container of the cell as opposed to all of what's going on inside of the cell, then we can actually really take care of ourselves. So in Winnipeg, for example, it can get down to minus 30, minus 40 Celsius in the wintertime. So in my apartment here in Winnipeg, you know, I've got, you know, my, my plumbing and my electricity and all of the things going on. But if my window breaks in the winter, I would die in here because minus 30, you know, I'm going to die. So it's the container that allows everything within my apartment to run efficiently because that's what protects me from the outside influences. So I I always find it so interesting because we are always looking at what's going on inside the cell to try to figure out what we need to do for health, where I see that we really need to look at the structure of the cell and the alignment of the cell. And if we do that, and we are breathing properly, the body will take care of itself. So pain, again, is just that first trigger. It's the baby crying. If your baby's crying, you're not going to put it in the corner and ignore it. You are going to hold it, and over time you learn what those cries mean. The baby might be hungry or sleepy or need a diaper change, but as the mother, intuitively, you learn over time what your child needs through its cries. So we have these cells speaking to us through sensation and pain is the sensation that a cell will give us to let us know that it's needing something. And with the block, what is really fun and cool is that we get to connect to those cells because we're literally lying on this handcrafted cedar wooden tool. um, And that allows us to melt through the adhesions in the fascia to communicate with the cells so that we know what those cells are saying. But it's just interesting because, you know, pain is something that we have been geared toward believing is bad, and pain is not bad. It's the baby crying. We need to embrace the pain and understand it. But more importantly, there's cause sites and pain sites. So, for example, if somebody has chronic low back pain, the back is not where the cause of the problem is. That's where the um, pain site is. The cause of that problem is going to be in multiple other locations but usually in the front and sides of the body because we age in a forward rotational direction so if we don't keep our fascia system aligned through proper understanding of foundations which is something we cover in block therapy then the body starts to fall into itself and then there's all these areas of pressure and tension primarily in the back so chronic back pain, chronic neck pain, these are very common things. And to go and get a back or a neck massage may give you a temporary relief, but it's not actually going to change what's going on in the system. So we need to understand the cause sites. And that's a nice piece about block therapy because people can have a lot of pain in a certain area, and we don't even necessarily have to be on that area to create relief in that area. Yeah, I I totally I agree 100%. I when I started block therapy, I started as you instructed, you know, on the belly, and what was fascinating was that my back over the kidney areas, it was tight. Like when I was lying on the block on my belly, I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, like I didn't even realize that I had that tension in the back, but I think by about the second week or so, I didn't feel it anymore. It was gone. I mean that tension oh, and feeling in the back. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And um, uh, well, my my friend, we actually, uh, you know, I told him about block therapy, and um, you know, my husband had had bought uh, you know, this woodworking thing anyway. So he for his Christmas he made him a block. But I said, well, Mike, you know, just you know, check out some of Deanna's videos, see if it resonates with you. And anyway, so he had this acute back pain, and the first thing, of course, he does is he puts it on his back and I was like you did what you know I said no no yeah, no you're supposed to block your front and he goes oh it was so painful I'm like uh, you know <laughs> so, 
What, what is great yeah, so, is the pressure fibers are larger in diameter than the pain fibers. So as we get into position and we start with the breath, the pain starts to change. And, you know, people in the community, they, they have a whole bunch of phrases for it, but it, it really becomes a good pain, like an itch you can't scratch. And what's also important to know is the block isn't causing you pain. It's making you aware of the pain that's deeper than what you're consciously aware of. So it's bringing the pain right. up to the surface, which is what we want to do because it's been hidden and um, there's been layers and layers and layers of adhesions surrounding that area to protect it but we want to get rid of it so we have to first of all start melting through those adhesions so that we can actually get to that spot and then allow the body to let it go with that full exhalation so these are all parts of the things that's part of the program it's not just simply lying on the block there's there's a system and a program and postural work that also encompasses block therapy Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's uh, very important because we are not going to stop standing up. <laughs> you know, we are we are not going to no. stop. Um, you know, in my case, skating and you know all this pressure. I know when when you were working with me, mom. You know, my issue being this this belly swelling thing, uh, which was interesting because obviously some of it was this this fascial tension because I did feel tension in my back using it, and then uh, the other was like you know increased uh, fluid and things like that. I call it ascension. And when you took a look at my pictures, uh, you said, oh, wow, I can see that your calves are a major issue. And I was like, they are? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't have any pain in my calves. But then you explained just, you know, just by standing and walking and athletics, like there's so much tension that can occur. And you were absolutely right. I went to the Medi-Cupping specialist next door. She started doing cupping on me. I just, you know, wanted to just see, uh, you know, how that would feel, like, because I love cupping. And when she got to my calves, I almost wanted her not to do them because they were so painful. They were like concrete. You were absolutely right. I started doing block therapy for my calves. And um, not fun at the beginning, but, you know, breathing, breathing, (laughs) you know. And it was slow going. I actually found some little cheats in between, uh, these little rubber balls. I can go way, way, way behind the back of my knee, uh, which is helpful too. And, um and other, you know, spiritual stuff that I do. And it's amazing how much – I remember you saying, Deanna, that your calves are like butter. And I'm like, I want my calves to be like Deanna's buttery calves. <laughs> well, and it's so funny. One of my teachers, she uh, was teaching out in Arizona. And so she sent me an email. She was gone for, I think, about four months or so. She sent me an email saying – and she's fairly new to block therapy. She just signed up about uh, less than a year ago. She said, you know – I'm having all these amazing changes with my body with block therapy, but the one thing that was frustrating her was her cellulite. And she was really promoting it for that purpose, but she wasn't getting the results. So I said, you know what, shoot me some photos so I can see where your cause site is. And then I'll give you a three-week program, and then you can let me know how you do after that. So sure enough, she sends me the photos, and her calves were the holding pattern. And the reason that the calves are so Mm. significant is because The further we get from the engine, the diaphragm, the heart, the colder and the more frozen the tissue. And ultimately what we're dealing with is frozen tissue, tissue not receiving proper amounts of blood and oxygen flow. It becomes colder. And, of course, the further away from the heart and the diaphragm, the colder the tissue is going to be. So your feet and your calves are the furthest. As well, every time you take a step, if that fascia has wound around your tibia bone and it's causing quite often pronation in people and bunions, every step you take, you're going to be pulled back into that fascial system. So even if you work thousands of hours in your pelvis and your core and on your quads, if you don't release your calves, your calves are going to keep pulling your system back. So she did the 21 days and she's like, oh my gosh, it was like my cellulite was falling off my legs. And I was like, wonderful. One other interesting thing I wanted to share about her as well is over one over over the time that she's been doing block therapy, she has lost 22 inches over three spots on her body, but she's gained two pounds. And I love that because I'm always talking about it's not about the weight on the scale. It's about size loss and space gain. So she had changed and lost all this size, but it didn't change on the scale because it's all about cellular alignment. As we fall out of alignment over our lifetime, and this is where cellulite comes in. The fascia will grip and adhere to bone to attempt to keep us upright because we're dominant on one side and we're not conscious of posture and alignment. So we start tipping off balance. And the fascia, ingenious in its design to protect us, 
grips onto bone to try to keep us from tipping. Energy moves in waves and spirals. So those grips grip in a spiral fashion, and that's what creates the dimpling, which is what we see as cellulite. More importantly, though, than the appearance that we don't like, that also creates blocks to blood and oxygen flow on the other side. So if we understand that that is what is actually causing cellulite, then we can actually approach a solution in a very direct way, which is what block therapy does with the program. Yeah, I, I love that about it because I've never really heard, uh, at least as well taught, especially uh, like you do, about this whole cellulite thing because most people think they just have too much fat. And it, yeah, it has nothing they to don't do really with understand. That. Yeah. No. And what, what else? Like, I mean, thanks for bringing that, that piece about fat because there's only two times in our life when we increase the number of fat cells when we're babies and at puberty. Otherwise, if our size and shape is changing, it's from compression and ballooning and the resultant detoxification from the lack of flow in the tissue. So I always use the example, if somebody's been sitting for 30 years in front of a computer and they have that very common forward collapsed computer posture, again, now fascia will grip and adhere to bone with a force of up to 2,000 pounds per square inch. That's an incredible force that the fascia will hold us out of alignment from. So it's not like we can just say, oh, I'm just going to improve my posture, sit upright, and start breathing properly because the fascia is holding us with that force out of alignment, but that force is magnetic. So it's all about understanding magnetics and how to release that grip from the bone, which is, again, what block therapy does. And that's why the block is made from wood. We use cedar wood. We've actually tried six, six different woods, and cedar is by far the best. So cedar is what we use to make the tool. Um, cedar and bone share a similar density. They love each other. So when we're lying on that block and you're instructed through the program to search for the pain and breathe it out, and of course, this is all very slow, persuasive movements. Nothing in block therapy is fastful or is fast or forceful or aggressive. It's all very persuasive, safe, calm, but you're searching for pain, but you dive in into the same pattern of movement that energy travels, which is also how the tissue ages. And through that process, we very effectively drive through the layers of fascia, releasing those adhesions with the breath, which is really what heats the system, so that we can melt through those adhesions all the way to the bone and release where the fascia is hooking and gripping so that we actually can create change in posture. And then with that proper instruction of diaphragmatic breathing, we start to inflate that space that we've created. So as soon as we start breathing more effectively, our body becomes lighter because it's kind of like a balloon. If you blow a balloon up nice and full, it almost defies gravity. Let the air out, and that balloon is going to be just a piece of rubber that falls to the floor. And that's kind of like what our cells are going through. Most cells are not inflated fully, so our bodies feel very dense and heavy right now. With proper breathing, we start to bring a lightness to the cells. The lighter it is, the faster the block drives through those layers. The more it drives through, the easier it is to feed that area with blood and oxygen flow. So that's two parts of block therapy. It's the creating space with the block that we've lost over time, inflating that space with proper breathing. And then the third piece is understanding proper postural foundation. So again, that becomes part of the training so that we don't simply fall back into those negative postural habits and allow the forces of gravity and nature to add up in the body and create compression and ballooning again. And once we create that release off the bone, the systems flow better and we detoxify because now the body becomes more efficient at getting rid of all the waste that's accumulated over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. And I noticed that, um, first of all, just want to let you know, my medicupping specialist is pretty impressed because uh, my calves are feeling so much better. She can use higher suction now, and I'm not screaming oh, <laughs> in pain. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I'm, I, uh, I really resonate with doing some of the ribs because, I, I, like, again, no other program I've ever seen actually says to focus on your ribs because you're thinking, wow, bone, you shouldn't put something hard on your ribs. But as I'm breathing through it, I feel like my ribs are so much more flexible. Of course, I just sat up in my chair and breathed better. But um, 
they're so much more flexible. And even though, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, one of the difficult students, meaning that, you know, my waist size hasn't changed despite, you know, working on this diligently. Uh, but I can see, you know, changes in my, uh, you know, my, my flexibility, uh, my, my tissues getting softer. And this rib thing, there's almost a sense of, like, a sense of, okay, I'm going to have a waist kind of thing, like right at the end of the ribs. Like I see the models have the, the ribs come down. I'm thinking that's weird that I'm releasing the ribs, having them more flexible, and yet they're actually smaller. Like like it seems smaller. Like the belly part still have got a lot of fluid, but but the, the that part is really neat. You know, I can see like a shape change. It's kind of exciting. Nice. And also, you know, what people don't realize, like, for example, if somebody has frozen shoulder, you go to a therapist and they treat your shoulder. The rib cage is the foundation of your shoulders and your head and neck. So any issues with the shoulders, arms, hands, head, neck, whether it's migraines, eye issues, hair loss, anything like that comes down again to blood and oxygen flow feeding cells. And if we don't have a foundation to support the joints, and we only work on the area of pain. We're never going to actually have a solution for that pain. We'll just have, we'll, we'll just be kind of running after that freedom of pain rather than getting to the source of what's causing the pain and having a real solution to change that. Yeah, exactly. And just to reiterate what you were saying before, you know, I mean, this isn't just about, you know, beauty and looking better, releasing the fascia so we don't have these dimples, this fascia spiraling and causing whatever fat and skin to, like, wrinkle. It, you know, we're talking about physiology that your cells and everything, you know, connected your cells, your organs, better when the fascia uh, surrounding everything is now flexible and the chi and blood, uh, you know, lymph can all flow properly. So it's really about whole body uh, awakening and whole body healing rather than just a physical look thing or a musculoskeletal thing. I think that's really important. Well, absolutely. And, you know, like I, I really, I, I really can't see um, a divider between health and beauty. If you want to look your best, you have to have your cells being their best because really our outer expression is simply an expression of our cells inside. And if you want mm. your cells to be, calm and relaxed and glowing so that you can be calm and relaxed and glowing. You have to look after your cells. And I always say, if you love yourself, then you'll love yourself. Like we really have to actively realize what our cells are doing on our behalf. And I love the video by David Belinsky, the life of a cell. It's a three minute animation of what actually goes on inside every one of our hundred trillion cells. Every time I watch it, I cry because it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's like this, um, synchronous world in one cell and when you see that it's like holy smokes like this is actually going on inside me all the time and we don't even really consider ourselves in fact most of our most of our body we, we often hate so we're actually putting negative energy into our body and ourselves even though they're still busting their butt for you to just you know yeah really <laughs> So if we actually realize that by loving yourselves, you are going to be the healthiest, most beautiful, efficient version of what you can be, then we have, again, an understanding of what we need to do and a path to take you there. And it's, it's just lovely because the block is simple to do. You can have a debilitating disease or issue with your body and you can do block therapy in bed. You can be a high-level athlete and you can take block therapy to a different level and yet it's all the same work it's all the same thing it's so simple you are literally lying on this piece of wood we call a block buddy but it's with the breath and the movement on the block that you really gain the most changes in your body and so really there's there's nobody that this doesn't work for we have a kids program we have people in their 80s starting block therapy and loving it because again it doesn't take any skill or any, really anything. Like you, you simply lie on this piece of wood. <laughs> and it's amazing right. how it works. 
And you're, you know, I just want to, you know, give you double thumbs up for your Facebook community uh, because, um, you know, everyone that's in your programs, including this 21-day cellulite program that, um, you know, I'm highlighting today, you know, gets to be part of this Block Members uh, Facebook group. And then if we have trouble, we can ask you, and it's amazing, the response, you know, from you, from the others with experience. Like I had that one patient who's had a lot of trauma uh, emotionally, you know, related to her belly and constipation and just the thought of lying on this block was just terrifying to her and uh, even lying on her belly. And you said, well, let's just start really, really gentle. You know, let's let's just have her experiment lying on a pillow. And just psychologically, the pillow to her was soft. So she was willing to do it, you know, to lie on her belly on this pillow, <laughs> you know, and started Wonderful. doing the breathing. And then it, and you said, well, let's do other areas. So let's do ribs, and in this case, she had some other stuff going on in her um, uh, ankle. So I said, well, let's do calves. So she started being very gentle and just trying little things out. She hasn't graduated to wood yet, but <laughs> she's getting there where she's, like, more open to it. It's not so scary. So I just want to say thank you so much for the excellent support that you give us in this group. You know, I have to say the the group is my most favorite part of this whole thing. And here's just an example. At almost 49 years old, I haven't hit menopause yet. So one of my teachers in Puerto Rico, she first signed up in my scoliosis program for her scoliosis. Two weeks after, she signed up for my teacher program because her menopausal symptoms disappeared. And I'm like, wow, I haven't hit menopause yet. So... I can't wow. personally take it. So to have the community sharing what Block has done for them with anything from fibromyalgia to chronic pain to people are saying my hair is thicker. Like, you know, it, it's really nice because you have the wisdom of so many people using this tool for whatever reasons they're using it. And so it's, it's lovely because you're not getting me alone saying this is going to work for this. You're getting people that actually have come before you that are doing it for these purposes, sharing their experience. And to me, that is the most valuable piece of the whole thing because you have this community support. And if somebody says, you know, what should I be doing for this? I can guide them directly to a class in our member site. There was one woman who um, was going on a ski trip and she shared that, oh, I'm going to be skiing tomorrow morning. And I was getting my suitcase off the conveyor belt and I wrenched my back and now I'm in all this pain. Any suggestions? So I said, oh, try this class. And she's like, oh, great, did the class, I'm skiing, and she was great. So it's really nice because we call it your virtual whole health center, and it really is that because you have the community to ask these questions, and then you have any number of um, classes and programs to guide you to the results that you're looking for. Mm, I love it. Now, before we go to some questions, I know somebody here has their hand up. I just want to let everyone know who's listening in live that I've just opened up the chat. So if you have a question for Deanna, you can actually type it in the chat. And the number to call in live and to ask a question is 818-514-1190. Just hit 1 so I can see that your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190. And uh, we're going to ask Deanna right now to describe a little bit about the 21-Day Cellulite Challenge. And I'll give you that uh, website. This is an affiliate link. So it's karencan.com forward slash 21, as in the, the numbers, uh, 2 and 1, Day Cellulite Challenge. So karencan.com forward slash 21 Day Cellulite Challenge. And also post that on uh, Facebook as well. That's the pretty link to that site. So, uh, Deanna, tell us about, um, I know you have a lot of different programs. You mentioned the members area, which I know is a bonus uh, to this program for one month. So maybe you can share what is in the 21-Day Cellulite Challenge and how it will help people. So uh, you receive the block, buddy. So this, this is a $247 program. You receive the block. You receive an ebook, which gives you three positions per day to focus on. So, of course, with the 21-Day Cellulite Challenge, it's a lower body focus. But each day of the program, you get sent an email where I guide you to additional classes or postural foundation building in the member site. So I've made it really, really simple to do and sequential so that you learn not only the positions, but you have some days where you might simply be doing an Epsom salt bath after, besides those three positions because we want to draw the toxins out and create um, a, a softening of the tissue so that 
the next day when you dive into a class, your body's prepared for it. So over 21 days, you're getting the full body work because we always start in the core. Even if you came to me with an ankle problem, I would still start you in the core of the body because that's where the breath is. And we want to make sure that your breath is working to its fullest so that we can draw the oxygen to the areas that we're focusing on. So again, there's classes that I send you to, there's postural foundation building parts that I send you to, as well as this 21-day program. All of that work is in the member site. So through the course of those 21 days, you get to see some stuff, some really cool stuff in the member site, and you have access to pretty much everything that's in there if you want to dive in even further. But I think pretty much for that 21-day program, with what I send you, that's that's probably all people are going to want to do in a day. But the results are amazing. To keep for life, you get the 21-day ebook, you get the block, and you also get in our Getting Started module. So you get three videos that cover the body, core, pelvis, legs, head, neck, and arms. You also get postural building, as well as the healing crisis videos, so that people understand when we start putting positive energy into the body, negative energy starts coming up to the surface. So that can be a skin rash, change in pain, mucus production, flu-like symptoms, increased bleeding. All of these different things are ways that the body removes toxins as we continue to put space into the tissue. So all of that is something you have for life. And then, of course, that member site is where all of the information through the 21-day email sequence is listed. And then if people choose to stay in that member site afterwards, it's a $49 per month um, uh, member site. And what's really great is you can pop in and out. So let's say you get that 21-day program and you're like, you know what, this is all I need for a few months, but then you get curious and you want to dive in, you can just pop in a month at a time. So that's the really cool piece as well is in that member site, it's really the library of everything that I have, my core program, my cellulite program, my facelift program, they're all in there. And what's really exciting, we're going to be uploading this this month, is 321-day postural alignment training videos as well to really break down the postural piece. It took me a while to figure out how am I going to really teach people the posture stuff because there's so much to it. There's so many little details to correct posture. So it's all about creating habits. So now we're putting in these really awesome 21-day postural programs that just bring your attention to one thing every day, and then it's about being aware of it throughout the day. So whether you're sitting or you're standing, realizing that what we do with our body every day, all day, is what counts so that we can start to go through life and not accumulate pain, age, and tissue issues. So that's what you get for the 21-day cellulite program. And, um, yeah, you can see a couple of before and after uh, pictures on that page that you They're shared. They're amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah, like um, the, the one that did it in 21 days, Stephanie, she's actually my social media person. So it was really great because, A, she's willing to share that picture. <laughs> like, <kudos to> her <laughs> right. She's so brave. <laughs> but, yeah, in 21 days, that is um, – in, in 21 days, that's what happened. And then the other one at the top is uh, a teacher of mine as well, Deb, who over 42 days, that was the change that she had. So um, very exciting. And the thing is, the oh, change that is. continues. It's not like you do one cycle of 21 days and that's all you're going to get. Block therapy is a lifestyle. And, again, it's so simple to do when you finally really understand it in your body. I go to bed with mine every night. You know, that's when I probably do most of my blocking is when I wake up in the morning. Before I even take mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. first step, I'm throwing it under my body. Or I'll be, you know, hanging out with it in front of the fire in the winter. So it's, uh, you, you literally learn to use it throughout your day and you, you hang out on your block. And for so many people, it becomes the meditative part of their day because it really does keep you out of your crazy thinking You know, our our brain goes through this process of stress. So when we're focused on pain in our tissue and the breath and becoming pain seekers, which block therapy teaches you to do, you're very calm and focused on your own body. So it gives your mind a break from the thinking patterns that we all go through that really do cause us to be stressed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and then you were talking about these habits, and it's really cool that you're going to be um, you know, putting together that postural series. 
Um, I think especially for people who have done the others and realize the importance of it. Like sometimes I'm sitting in my chair and, and I got these little stands for my laptop and an extra keyboard because I was looking down all day, you know, um, at the keyboard, and that wasn't good. Um, and uh, I was going to just share, I forgot to tell you this, but um, I haven't really worked too much on the face and head yet. <laughs> uh, still working on, you know, belly and legs a lot. But uh, one time I was look, just, just t- took a look at the video in the member site uh, on the facial thing, and I'm like, oh, wow, you could do this for your face. That's cool. And so I just started, you know, uh, just feeling around, and I had this little bubble underneath my chin, like this little looks like, it looks like a fat bubble underneath my chin mm-hmm. and I thought you know that's that's fascial collection there so I just put the block underneath my chin while I was I have two blocks like one that my husband made for me and then yours so I put one under my chin while I was doing my chest or belly or something like that and I swear I did that once and it's gone I mean that yeah. level is gone out of my chin I'm like that is so cool <laughs> It is cool. Very, yeah. very cool. And, and that's the great thing is like, you know, fascia connects us from head to toe. So just to share, Karen, possibly the reason that you're not getting the results in your belly is because of how your head, neck, and arms are also frozen. Because if you are frozen in your arms and that's holding your rib cage in that forward alignment, that's going to cause that compression and ballooning in the belly. So, um, just a, a recommendation, I would dive into some of those upper body classes to create a release in the shoulders as well. There's a great one, the shoulder alignment training class. That will really help to lift up and align your shoulders and allow that rib cage to lift up, which will flatten the belly because that's what it comes down to. The collapse of the rib cage causes the ballooning outward and the, um, it causes the body also not to digest and eliminate as efficiently as it can, which causes a backup of waste, which creates size as well. Yeah, I definitely have not. I mean, there's so many. The body is like so many different areas. I find these little, you know, uh, like tight areas and work on those. But there are so many other areas I could work on. I have not worked a lot on the back of me at all, really. Um, or like you said, the shoulders. And interestingly, my lymphatic specialist is also next door uh, to me. Um, basically said, she said I was doing really well. Uh, she said the only area that was still kind of congested was, guess what, in the shoulders. so again you figured it out and you didn't even have to look at my pictures uh yeah oh my gosh that's amazing um so we have a we have a question here uh who's somebody who's been waiting patiently area code 864 so let me unmute you and then you can say your first name and uh ask your question for deanna hi there who's this Hello, Dr. Can. Hello, Deanna. This is Tara. Hi, Tara. Tara. I have a question for Deanna. I know you were talking before about using the block to breathe into pain. Um, I, for, uh, this is an example. I have an injury from quite a few years ago in my right knee, and um, an actual injury that keeps getting aggravated. Um, would the block be useful for uh, getting the knee to heal? Absolutely. I have um, I have a number of classes that support the legs. One is called calves and feet. One is treat your knees. Um, so, again, with block therapy, we there's an order to everything that we do. We always start in the core because that gets the breath going and it gets your body to become lighter. Then we also want to work toward the injury site. So through the class, for example, my Solution to Cellulite Varicose Veins and Low Back Pain class, which is part of the Cellulite program, we work first through the lower belly, the hip flexors, the quads, the ductors, all the way down towards the knee. And then we start working on the knee, and then there's calves and feet to go after that. So when we don't have proper fascia alignment, that fascia is going to create a twisting in the knee joint. So every time you do an activity, walking or whatever you're doing, that twisting is going to create that cartilage to wear down, create inflammation. It's also going to um, have the ligaments, the tendons not be balanced in the knee joint. So depending on what your injury was, there's going to be scar tissue there. We need to melt through that scar tissue and send proper amounts of blood and oxygen flow to feed and heal that. And block therapy is incredibly efficient at doing that. 
Uh, as to what the injury was, in my case, basically, I was at a gym quite a few years back, and when I was being evaluated for a detailed workout, the, uh, the person that worked at the gym basically disregarded my wishes on how much I could actually push on the uh, ab cruncher. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, um, yeah. so again, scar, scar tissue is, uh, that to me is the root of all evil. You know, everybody's talking about inflammation and how bad inflammation is. Inflammation is negative to the body if it's continuing to accumulate and it's not dealt with properly. But inflammation is the response to compression or injury. So if there's an area that's been injured, the inflammation sends the oxygen, all of the healing proteins and nutrients to rebuild that tissue. But if we don't have proper flow to get that inflammation to do its job, as well as take away whatever the damage was, like, for example, if there's a car accident, there's going to be debris. There's going to be broken glass, maybe a fender on the floor, maybe a, you know, whatever. So we got to get that taken away from the site so that we can send blood and oxygen to heal the site. So, Again, that's what block therapy does is it opens up the channels for flow. It causes a cellular migration so the cells can go back to their proper alignment and then they can do their job for you. So, Karen, if I may also just recommend another option than the cellulite challenge is my gold membership, which offers assessments where people send me photos. They also give me their top three concerns, and then I customize a program in the member site specific for them. So for people with injury, that's something that's a great thing to do. But again, if you have any like lower body issues, that cellulite challenge is going to be pretty much a full program to cover all of the bases that you need to get your body back to alignment in that lower body. But again, if, you, if you're needing any additional support, um, we have assessments where we can go with that as well. Hi, oh, just wow. may check it out. Thank you very much. Yeah, I hope you do, Tara. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the question. Uh, well, you know, Deanna, you mentioned earlier about, you know, healing crises and uh, things like that, the detoxification reactions. Much of Many of my, you know, listeners are very familiar with, uh, you know, healing crises. Uh, I myself had... Um, uh, and, and you had mentioned this was a uh, an effect that is just, you know, part of the process is as I was working through the block, I ended up with sort of, quote, unquote, new air pain, like my inside left adductor, and then my, uh, my bunion, which never hurt me, really started hurting. And, you know, you showed me, you know, to do work on my feet, which were incredibly sore. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. Um, so just, you know, if you could just share with us, like, you know, because I don't want people to get discouraged if other things come up no. or scared about it. Just, no, yeah, yeah, keep going. I, I mean, I've been going for, through a healing crisis for about six months in my left hip, which I love because I fully understand the healing crisis, and I've gone through many in my 18 years of doing this. So basically what we're doing with the block is we're going backwards through time in your tissue. So, again, for me at almost 49 next month, I have 49 years of accumulated unconscious posture, breathing, injury, surgery, all in my tissue. As we go from the surface and we start melting toward the core, we start pulling up the old stuff, the old injuries, Mm. the old traumas that have been trapped in our fascia, and we bring that up to the surface so that we can actually say goodbye. So that's what we have to understand. So... We're we're pulling up old garbage to be released from the body. And the thing is, we're going to feel it and see it potentially on the way out. But that's your body's way of getting rid of that. It's like cleaning out your closet. You don't buy a whole new wardrobe and shove it into a closet that's full of old clothes. You're going to clean out that closet first and then put that wardrobe in in an order fashion. So we want to do that same thing with or we want to have that same understanding in our body. As we age, our cells migrate away from where they're supposed to be. That's ultimately why they're not happy. As we're doing block, we start moving the body back to alignment and symmetry and balance. Either way, migration brings pain because we're we're crossing territory. We are creating change in the tissue. And again, pain is simply a sensation. It's really the fear of pain that's the problem. There's a pain-fear cycle. 
If we have pain yes, that we don't yes. understand, it causes us to hold the breath. Pain, fear, and stress cause us to reactively hold the breath. The less we breathe, the more we collapse, the more pain we accumulate, the more fear there is. The more fear there is, the more we hold the breath and we get trapped in this cycle. With block therapy, we become pain seekers. We take the fear out of the equation and pain simply becomes the baby crying. It's the sensation that we actually use to, as a road bath to our way to better health. So when we start to do block therapy and really grasp that that's what's happening, it's a game changer for how we look at pain. What's also really interesting is understanding that the fascia grips and adheres with a force of 2,000 pounds per square inch. That's the force inside our body acting on us 24-7. Because it's constant, we don't even recognize that it's there. But that's what's driving our body in the way that it is. So for us to lie in a block, it's not even close to the amount of tension that the fascia alone has inside our body. So just something to like, kind of wrap your head around it. Um, you know, when people are always like, oh, am I going to puncture an organ or like, you know, cause something to break? It's like, no, we are so strong. We are so adaptable. Um, but we become afraid because we've been taught to be afraid of pain. We've been taught to mask pain to avoid it instead of saying, hey, it's the baby crying. We need to face it, address it, and give it what it needs, which really is energy. Right, exactly. Yeah, I would say the grand majority of people are going to avoid pain, are going to run away from pain instead of seeing that, hey, you know, and being curious about it. Um, and, you know, literally, like you said, pain seeker. <laughs> it's like, let's look for it. Let's look for it. Let's release it rather than just try to avoid it. So it's a really shift in, well, a, in the baby a perception and mindset. And that's like pain. Yeah. If we ignore the pain, it's going to scream louder. And, you know, you can only drug that for so long before even they don't work. And then it's just screaming all the time. So if when it pops up, we have a tool and we can say, oh, suddenly my knee's a little sore. Let's address it right away. Or if you, you know, trip and you fall down the stairs or something, um, you have something you can address right away. Then it doesn't build up over time and become this big, scary monster inside of us that affects every thought that we have. It's, again, simply a sensation, but we have a, a tool and a process to take care of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, well, I think it's, you know, also so fascinating. You were talking about cellular migration. Like, I, I think <laughs> I mentioned you in another radio show with uh, Eric, who is the head of Foot Foundation. He was talking about pronation and things like that and talking about the fascia. And I said, hey, hey, you know, I, I learned from Deanna Hansen about this, you know, fascia migrating. And I know, like, just looking at my legs, thanks to, you know, your teaching, that, wow, my fascia from the back of my calf had migrated to the front of my calf. Uh, so it's like that whole shin area is just poofy on, on both sides. Uh, less so now. Uh, it's definitely a process, you know, to, to unwind all those years of ballet and everything else that I was, that I was doing, um, orthotics and whatever. But it, that is so, like, it's almost hard to believe, Deanna, that your cells actually, like, move from one place to another and, and can create a different shape. Totally. Yeah. But, you know, like one of the things, too, that um, often women will feel as we age is the inside of the thighs that, you know, it's like, oh, when I was a kid, I didn't feel them. <laughs> Suddenly it's like I'm walking now and my <laughs> thighs are rubbing. Right. But again, people think it's, it's like, oh, we're, we're getting fatter legs. It's not that. It's the fascia migrating from, you know, a lot of people stand externally rotated with their feet out like a duck. That's going to cause the, the fascia to wind down over time and to accumulate in the inner thighs. So it's not about fat. It's mm-hmm. about fascia displacement, migration, which we have a tool to change. So that's the best part is that there is something that really effectively creates change, but it's not just about the block. It's also understanding it's the way that we've been standing and sitting that caused that. So we need to just bring some really simple changes into our posture, how we use our body in order to, um, you know, create that release and allow those cells to go back because they want to be where they're supposed to be. That's another thing. Our body wants to breathe right. It wants to be healthy. It wants its cells exactly where they're supposed to be. But we need to give our, our fascia system what it needs to be able to do that. Right, right, exactly. Wow. And, and uh, you know, so 
I mean, we never, as 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 medical people, really never learned very much about the fascia at all, uh, oh. except that it was something you had to cut through in surgery. <laughs> right. Um, there wasn't a yeah. There wasn't a respect for it. There wasn't an understanding. And now, you know, as I'm, uh, you know, then I, you know, learning acupuncture and then understanding, hey, this is where all the meridians are. You know, in these fascial layers, this is a whole communication system. This is not just some dead, you know, non-living tissue that just holds stuff together. I mean, there's a communication. Uh, there is a, I mean, it's 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 like a another nervous system. So when well, they it's actually tight, say when, consciousness you know, travels through the fascia. So I mean, if we think of that, that's, yeah, that's that makes sense. Impressive. Like we, yeah, we don't want to cut it out. <laughs> that's that's our consciousness we're cutting out. So. We don't want to do that. We want to um, give that system, first and foremost, what it needs. It's, again, if we have an egg in its eggshell, we know that the yolk is, is safe inside because the eggshell is keeping it safe. As soon as that egg cracks, mm-hmm. then, you know, everything changes. So we want to look at our cells and we want the container of the cell to be what is most supported so that we can make sure that everything inside that cell is doing its job. And it will as long as the container is looked after. Mm, fascinating. Well, and, and this is this is weird stuff that I'll share live on the show with you today, Deanna, about just, we were just talking about the consciousness and fascia, is that, uh, so I, when I do my little conversations with Source and I go, okay, so what's with the belly here, you know? <laughs> and like, and it's something that I understand that I'm supposed to figure out and be able to describe and teach and that kind of thing. So I kind of accept that, you know, that that's my role. Um, I recently got a uh, fat uh, analysis from the CrossFit gym in town. And uh, even though I had gained, you know, all this like inches on my waist and and weight, 20 pounds of weight, uh, you know, the doctor there says, uh, oh, my gosh, you should be so happy you're maintaining. I'm like, what do you mean I'm maintaining? I'm getting bigger. He goes, no, 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 you're you're so healthy. Everything's well distributed. Your lean mass is excellent. And he says your visceral fat is like almost nil. It's less than a pound. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, it's less than a pound. So I was like, okay, isn't that fascinating that even though I have this girth, it's not fat in the belly. So just like you were saying, it's not necessarily fat, you know, uh, in the area. And then I asked, when I asked Source about, okay, what, what, why do I need all this fluid? Like, so I was getting, there was like gel-like water. We call that the fourth phase of water. I interviewed Gerald Pollack about the fourth phase of water. And he said the more gel-like fourth phase you have in your body, the healthier you are. So I said, I said to God, why, why do, what, what's the purpose of this? And one of the purposes was having to do with receiving high vibrational, what we I call source codes, uh, from source. And as we ascend and expand our consciousness, um, the codes get quote unquote translated, distributed, transformed, you know, and literally grounded and integrated into the physical body. And that the fascia and the fascial fluid was, uh, you know, that conduit of these high vibrational um, energies. And, of course, me doing energy work all the time and doing healings on the universe and planets and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I need that, you know, at least temporarily uh, for that. So I just thought I'd just share that anecdote with you because I thought it kind of, you know, connects with everything we were talking about. Absolutely. And I'm I'm a full believer. I'm pretty certain that this left hip issue of mine as well isn't just because, I like, I've gone through quite a pelvic shift. And what's interesting for me is I've suffered with constipation since I've been a teenager. And it's only Mm. been in the last few months since I did my pec and lung class, which is just neat because it was a two-hour, two-hour class. In fact, Tuesday night, it's a virtual intensive. You get a Zoom link for this. So it's guided by me. We're redoing it because we, we had an issue with the recording. But after I did that, my rib cage shifted so much and my pelvis shifted. My constipation is now not an issue. So now, and I mean, and I'm not taking anything for it. So this is the first time in my life that my body is is moving freely, but yet I have this hip pain. So I'm fully aware that my pelvis is undergoing this deep rebalancing of itself. And that's why that hip is so sore. I was right-handed, so, or I am right-handed. So um, through my lifetime, before I understood proper posture, I shifted my weight to my left side to keep my right side free for action, which is a very typical stance for a right-handed person. Also, I was a provincial volleyball player, a power hitter. I was also a Highland dancer. So all of these incorrect 
alignments that I created growing up. Now I feel that I'm finally getting to the root of that old stuff that's wrapped around the head of my femur, but I'm pulling it up to the surface. So, um, you know, there's all these really cool changes going on in my body, but I Googled hip pain and ascension, and there was a big, huge article about that because it's like, you know, no way. <laughs> getting put in, yeah, because, you know, the, the, the female energy, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure that's part of this pain as well because it's awakening and it's, it's lifting itself up out of that dark cavern that I created to hide to hide my life, to hide myself, all of those pieces. So it, it is so interesting in the fashion because it's not just a physical thing. It's an emotional, spiritual, mental, yeah. like it, it's everything. Fascia contains the emotion. It contains the consciousness. So when we start diving in and understanding the fascia system, your, your entire body, it's, it, it just undergoes such transformation and it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, that is beautiful, and this is a, a great place to end here for the show as well, uh, Deanna. I want to thank you for being on the show again, and I love talking with you and learning. I'm always learning more from you as time goes on, so uh, wonderful stuff. I want to thank everyone else for listening in and all your questions. Uh, to check out what uh, Deanna has to offer, you can go to blocktherapy.com if you want to check out that 21-day cellulite challenge we talked about that wonderful program that's at karencan.com forward slash 21 day cellulite challenge all one word thank you again deanna thank you so much karen that was so much fun <laughs> have a wonderful that was day everyone. super Thanks fun yeah have a blessed day bye everyone until next time bye-bye